Welcome back to another edition of the Easy Sports Podcast of the NRL, where we analyse every match of the round to give you the best chance to beat the bookies. My name is Bluey, and unfortunately I won't be joined by Henry today, who has fallen ill with the dreaded lurk. He sends his apologies, but promises to be watching my Cowboys smash his beloved Storm from his deathbed tonight. On to round three now, and we have some real surprise packages at the top of the ladder. Can they stay there? As I previously mentioned, uh, the round begins on uh, Thursday night with uh, the Melbourne Storm facing off against the North Queensland Cowboys uh, at Amy Park. Uh, of course, this is uh, uh, the grand final rematch of uh, 2017. That uh, some pretty crucial uh, differences to the sides this time around. Uh, obviously, no Cooper Cronk for the Melbourne Storm, who are. Uh, had their uh, had their colours lowered last week by the the West Tigers in uh, Billy Slater's 300th match of all things, which uh, is throwing a cat amongst the pigeons somewhat. But uh, uh, geez, the Cowboys uh, they were unlucky uh, uh, not to escape with a win against the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, the Cowboys didn't play particularly well, but had a chance right at the death to cross over and uh, seal the win, only to be thwarted by the goalpost. But I'm sure that won't be mentioned too much at North Queensland training this week, given that they did play pretty ordinary football. But um, look, they have been missing Kane Lynette, Lachlan Coote, and probably most importantly, Michael Morgan, who returns for this clash. Uh, But the key question is, where will Morgo play? Because Ben Hampton has been doing a reasonable job at fullback, but he had an absolute howler against the Broncos, uh, letting the high ball bounce and uh, surrendering a try, which probably had more bearing on the game than the goalpost did, to be honest. So uh, the mail out of North Queensland is that uh, Morgan will play at fullback for this match, uh, allowing Tamari Martin to remain in the halves with Jonathan Thurston, which is probably the smartest decision. But um, look, they, the last thing you want to do is come up against a Melbourne Storm side at home, still singing from a loss, especially one in a match as important as last week uh, for Billy Slater. Um, I guarantee you the Storm boys will have been uh, flogged from pillar to post through the week. Um, I think the Cowboys are still scratchy, still finding their way into the season. Um, I think it'll be a close match. Uh, I think... Uh, don't think there'll be an awful lot in this one, but um, uh, the North Queensland Cowboys still have quite a few errors in them, and that's where Melbourne gets you, and that's where I think Melbourne will get them this week. Now, moving on to Friday night, we've got uh, the Bulldogs taking on the Penrith Panthers, and uh, we've got two very uh, opposing starts to the season here. The, the Bulldogs, of course, are dropping their first two matches, while... Uh, the Panthers have come from uh, 14-0 behind on two occasions uh, to, to notch up two wins, which is uh, very impressive uh, and shows, uh, much like last year, that they're, they're never out of the contest. Um, look, Matt Frawley has been dropped for this match, and we're going to see Benji Marshall's uh, younger brother line up in the halves with Kieran Foran. So uh, the Bulldogs aren't mucking around. Uh, uh, they're, they're moving things around quickly to try and settle into a roster that they think will propel them into the top eight this year. Um, but Penrith, while they have fallen to those early holes, and that is a concern, let's... Uh, Let's not gloss past that. Um, they've been playing some exceptionally good football and uh, and perhaps showing that these rumours of a rift in the club uh, are fairly much non-existent. Um, Canterbury still have to find their feet. Their forwards need to find their mongrel, especially star recruit Aaron Woods. 
And uh, they'll probably struggle again here. 0-3 looks realistic. And I'm tipping Penrith to uh, get over the Bulldogs here. Um, probably not from 14-0 down this time. The second match on the Friday night, we have the West Tigers. Uh, what a magnificent start they've had to the year. Um, and they'll be hosting the Brisbane Broncos uh, in Sydney. Um, look, few would have thought that West would be sitting 2-0 at this point, uh, having to face off against the Sydney Roosters and the Melbourne Storm to open the season. But here we are. They've managed to grind both sides down with um, some absolutely wonderful defence. But, um, the Brisbane Broncos uh, perhaps were played into a little bit of form last week by the Cowboys. Uh, some shocking defensive decisions, uh, especially on the left edge, uh, allowed Anthony Milford to to find his form again, find that running game which makes him so dangerous. Uh, and again, that's going to be a big danger for Wes here. Uh, their lockdown defence can work against Brisbane here because in Cody Nicarima and Anthony Milford, they still lack a genuine half that can organise a game. But they do have Jack Bird making his debut for the club. He'll line up at uh, at left centre and provides another a pivotal point of attack for the Broncos. Um, for West to start the season 3-0, and yes, the lockdown defence is going to assist them, but they are going to need to score more than 10 points to get past the Brisbane Broncos. Will they do it? I'm actually edging towards yes. I think West Tigers at home, buoyed by two big scalps against a Brisbane side that while they did win against the Cowboys, have not looked ultra impressive. I think the Tigers will get the cash this time around. Moving on to Saturday, and we have, again, two teams with opposing fortunes in the Canberra Raiders and the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, the Raiders have just settled right back into dismal old habits again, uh, surrendering leads, big leads, against two sides in the opening two rounds to give away wins that they had in the bag. And look, this has become a theme for the Canberra Raiders over the last two seasons. It's kept them out of the finals. And if they're not careful, it's going to keep them out of the finals again. Look, meanwhile, the Warriors have started to find their their flash again. They're starting to, to find the electrifying brand of football that we all love to see them play. Um, and at the centre of that, Blake Green has obviously the pivot and the glue that holds it all together. And uh, they've started the season well with two great wins. But um, coming over to the nation's capital, uh, look, the Raiders, while they've lost both games and surrendered big leads... They've still been tight losses, and I would still be somewhat encouraged if I was Ricky Stewart. Certainly, I'd be flogging the whip over the boys in the defensive aspect, but offensively, the Raiders are clicking. We could see a good old-fashioned shootout here, um, and the side that defends the best will get the win. Being at home, and given the circumstances of their first two games, I think the Raiders will want to lock down that defense, and I think they will get a win over the Warriors here. The second game of, uh, of Super Saturday is uh, uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Manly Seagulls. And, uh, oh boy, didn't the Seagulls just put the torch on the Parramatta Eels on the weekend? What a shocking result that was for Eels supporters. But, uh, what, a, what a staggering margin, 54-0. Uh, uh, meanwhile, Souths have uh, had their struggles to start the season and uh, an injury cloud over over Greg, uh, over Greg Inglis. Uh, and Adam Reynolds obviously missing this clash as well. Look, the way Manly are playing, I, I can't see anything but a Manly win here. So we'll move on to the third match of the round. And uh, 
as we mentioned on the other side of uh, last week's uh, Lotto Land massacre, we have the Parramatta Eels coming up against the Cronulla Sharks. Now, one of these sides this weekend is going to end up with a 0-3 record to start the season. On paper, it looks like that team should probably be Parramatta, uh, struggling enormously, coming off the back of a 54-0 hiding. But I don't know. The bounce-back factor is strong in the NRL, and again, we're going to see a change here. It looks like Jared Hayne will move back to his preferred fullback position for this match. Uh, Bevan French has struggled a bit in the early rounds, but it has to be said, so is Jared Hayne. And so is this Parramatta forward pack. There's plenty of work to do. But uh, look, one of the reasons I think that was critical for Parramatta losing so badly to Manly last weekend was the scorching heat in Sydney and the fact that Parramatta chose to warm up for half an hour in that heat before the match. I mean, that was short-sighted nonsense. Let's uh, let's call a spade a spade. Uh, Manly only spent five minutes in the sun before they went back to the sheds for their stretches, uh, exhausting that much energy in the warm-up. I mean, they were never really a never really a hope. Once once Manly got on top of them, there was nothing left in the tank. Now Cronulla have been quite brave in their uh, first two matches, only falling narrowly to uh, St George and the Cowboys, but. They do come into this one without Paul Gallen, who's been ruled out with a foot injury, and it can't be understated uh, the volume of work that uh, the former New South Wales skipper gets through. I think Parramatta are going to bounce back here. Uh, I don't think it'll be a, a big margin, but uh, uh, perhaps my, uh, my bolter of the round is Parramatta to get over Cronulla. Uh, moving over to uh, Sunday, we've got the Gold Coast Titans versus the St. George Illawarra Dragons, and... This isn't a match we need to spend too much time on. Uh, Gold Coast Titans still struggling. 0-2. and two. Ash Taylor still battling an injury. I can't see anything but a St. George Illawarra win here and uh, possibly by a significant margin. Then moving to the final match of the round, we have uh, the return of Mitchell Pearce to Sydney uh, with the Newcastle Knights to uh, square off uh, against the Sydney Roosters. And... Uh, uh, there could be a, a bit of venom in this one. Uh, it's not just Pierce. There's uh, several former Roosters now lining up for Newcastle. Uh, uh, Connor Watson, Aiden Guerra, Sonny, uh, Sean Kenny, Dow. So there will possibly be a bit of spite and niggle in this one. And uh, Pierce certainly lit the flame by uh, by suggesting that uh, there'll be more Newcastle supporters at the ground than there will be Roosters supporters. Um Interesting match. The the Roosters did bounce back onto the winners' board last week against the Bulldogs uh, after losing round one to Wes. I still feel that uh, that the Sydney Roosters are finding their way into this season. They they do have a very new look, albeit expensive spine, um, which is going to take time to to really start clicking and gelling. But um, while Newcastle have been fantastic starting this season with their rebuilt side claiming two victories on the trot. Have been tight wins. Um, I think the bubble might just burst here, uh, travelling down to the big smoke. Uh, I, I think Sydney will have a little bit too much class for them. Um, I think it'll be an entertaining match, but uh, uh, I'm feeling that Sydney will get the win here and uh, Newcastle will suffer their first loss of the season. Anyway, those are my tips for the week. I'm Bluey. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in to the Easy Sports Podcast. Uh, wish you all the best in your tipping and punting over the weekend, and we look forward to your company next week when hopefully Henry will return.